drink and dance all night. Now let's talk of diapers and pacifiers and our pants are feeling tight. Bottle service with BKP. Bottle service with BKP. Hi everyone, welcome to week 35 of pregnancy. I'm your tired, tired host, Sarah Merrill Hall. I'm the personality behind the Instagram blog and podcast called Big Kid Problems. If you're new here, um, welcome. (laughs) I am also currently 35 weeks pregnant with you and honestly not having the best week. If we're going to be, if we're going to be real here, (laughs) I'm just going to kick the show off right. I have been struggling this week. This might be one of my top worst weeks of pregnancy. Like it's funny now that I do this podcast, I remember vividly like the weeks that stick out to me that really, really sucked. And it was like week seven, week 18. And now this one, well, last week and this one are going on that, that short list too, of just like some of the worst weeks of pregnancy this whole freaking time. If you listened to the show last week, I shared that I found out that I was breech and we're getting towards the end of this pregnancy. So I really had to do a lot to try and flip my baby around to be able to deliver him naturally and safely. And it just hasn't been going great. I'll get into detail in a minute, but have just been doing like a ton of these exercises, all these inversions, like driving myself all over town, trying to go to specialists, trying to get this kid flipped around. I'm exhausted. I'm really tired. I've done like a number on my body. My whole body is so sore. And then yesterday I got so sick and I'm actually like still not doing great. Um, I feel a little bit better today, but oh my God, yesterday was I was like right back at peak first trimester nausea, like spent the entire day in the fetal position on my couch, hugging my little throw up bowl in case I had to puke. It was awful. And I thought maybe like I did something wrong or like maybe I was like sick sick, but I talked to my doctor and I talked to a couple friends and like, they're like, oh yeah, this, this can happen a couple weeks leading up to birth. You kind of, there's a lot of hormones going on and you, you kind of relive that first trimester nausea all over again. And I'm like, how did I not know about this? Did you guys know about this? I feel like this is one of those things like people forget to tell you about. Um, Even one of my best friends was like, oh, yeah. She's like, yeah, you're going to get be pretty nauseous like the last few weeks. I'm like, what? Like a little heads up would have been nice. That's all I'm saying. So I don't know if, if everybody experiences this. I don't know if it's just some of us lucky ones that get like crazy, crazy nausea. I was really worried yesterday. I was like, oh my God, if I am going to be this nauseous every day till the end, like I'm not going to make it four more weeks. But I am feeling a little bit better today. And I did get medicine from my doctor. Like it was so severe. They actually called in a Zofran prescription, which I was on Zofran after the first trimester too, because I had, I had, I battled severe nausea. So I don't know, maybe it's like if you had really bad nausea in the first trimester, you get it again. And maybe if you didn't have it, you don't have to worry about this. I I don't know. But for those of you who (laughs) don't have it yet, my one piece of advice is if you know that you could be experiencing some rough nausea in the next 
we get your shit done now <laughs> because there's a couple things on my to-do list that I haven't done that I'm like, oh crap, like I, I can't, like I no longer can do these things. Like um, yesterday I wanted to pack my hospital bag and I was like, there's, there's no way. Like I literally can't, I can barely get off the couch to go use the restroom. Like it took everything in me to like whimper over from the couch to the bathroom. And today I don't really have much energy either. But, um, so if I could go back, I would, I would, uh, say to just, if you're, if you're feeling okay right now, maybe get those last few items on your to-do list checked off the big ones. I mean, obviously I'm going to have to pull it together and pack my hospital bag. And I know we actually, we actually talked a little bit about packing a hospital bag in my episode last week with Betch's moms. If any of you guys caught that little bonus episode, I asked Brittany for some recommendations. She gave some really good ones. I also posted a, a sticker on Instagram, just asking people for recommendations. And I got a lot of good intel so I figured I would run through a checklist of some things that a lot of people were like, trust me, I've had two babies. Like, this is what you actually need in case it helps anybody. So I'm going to do a checklist for mom, a checklist for baby. And then for my three dudes that listen to the show, I've got you too. Don't worry. All right. So let's get into this. So the big thing is you're going to want a toiletry bag. And I personally, when I travel, I have like this giant toiletry bag. I'm not going to bring my full thing. All you really need is face wash, moisturizer, shampoo and conditioner. If you plan on washing your hair, I don't really plan on doing that. Um, one of my girlfriends was like, just bring dry shampoo, which I thought was a really good little hack because I don't, I don't really want to wash my hair and then have to like blow dry it and go through that whole mess. But dry shampoo, I thought was a good thing to put on there. You know, obviously your toothbrush and toothpaste, hairbrush, body lotion, or oil. That's it. Just our basics. You're only going to hopefully be there for two days maybe a third day if you end up getting a C-section, which is what I'm looking at right now. Good times. Uh, another big thing on this list was a long phone charger. And you're going to want to bring two so your husband or your partner or whoever's with you is not trying to steal yours. <laughs> this happens every time I travel with Brandon. He like somehow mysteriously always forgets his charger and uses mine. It drives me insane. Uh, you're going to want to bring a bathrobe, two pillows, and blankets for you and your hubs or whoever's with you um, because they don't always supply the person with you with those things. So I thought that was that was good intel. And I've heard hospital pillows are terrible. So you're definitely going to want to bring yours. And I, I don't know. Me, I always run really cold. So an extra blanket, you know, seems like a good idea. Also, you're going to want two sets of PJs and a leaving the hospital outfit you know, you're going to want to probably pack something very loose for when you're going home, especially if you might have a C-section and you don't want anything like laying on your stomach. I also was told, you know, don't bring leggings because you're going to basically be wearing a diaper out of there. So, you know, maybe some joggers, maybe something extra flowy. You're going to want to bring two nursing bras, a headband and hair ties, maybe some fuzzy socks and some shower shoes. So if you're walking around the hospital floor, I know Brittany last week talked about that too. You're going to want um, a couple little extra things like these aren't super necessary, but a lot of people recommended them were chapstick and a heating pad. 
especially if you're going to be laying in that like uncomfortable bed for a couple of days. If you have any back issues, I do. I'm definitely bringing my heating pad. You can bring an iPad or computer with your chargers, whatever chargers are necessary for that, because you might get pretty bored in there. Snacks are a big, big thing. I didn't even think about. I don't know why that never crossed my mind, but you're definitely going to want to pack some snacks. A couple people told me this in my sticker post. And then one of my best friends also like was so adamant about this. She's like, get the Frida Perry bottles, which there's like a Frida new mom kit, F-R-I-D-A. They have it on Amazon. Um, a friend of mine actually got me one for my shower. But there's like these bottles that you use to like, because you, you can't really wipe down there after you give birth. So they have these Perry bottles that are like a splash bottle. And numerous people mentioned to me that the one at the hospital is not that good. So bring that Frida Perry bottle. I think it's like if you buy it separately, it's like $12. But you're going to be using it for like, you know, two weeks minimum, maybe more. So that's something good to know to bring bring your favorite water bottle. I'm like a big, I have like a big Yeti water bottle I carry everywhere. So you're going to want to bring that. Maybe some um, hydration packets if you have them. You can get really dried out and dehydrated in a hospital. A sleep mask, which like I wouldn't have thought to bring that, but genius because there's lots of lights and stuff going on if you want to bring earplugs too. Uh, A lot of people said to bring a portable sound machine or speaker for music. One of my friends was telling me that like when she was giving birth, this was also like a couple years ago, but she said you could hear a pin drop in the room while she was like grunting and farting and giving birth. And she said it was horrific. So she's like, please make sure that you bring a portable speaker with a charge or make sure it's charged beforehand. Um, A lot of people, a lot of people recommend making like a playlist for going into labor, which I thought was kind of kind of funny, um, but also kind of genius. I don't really know what vibe I'm going to want to be in when I'm giving birth. I feel like I might make like three different playlists just in case and just see what vibe I'm into. I, like, I, I feel like I could either go like, like workout mix, like something that's going to like pump me up really hard, like I'm going to need it or something like a little bit more chill, chill vibes. I don't know. Maybe I'll make a couple and share them with you guys. Let's let's see how much energy I have in the next few weeks. Okay. Um. What else? Oh, undies. So when it comes to underwear, a couple people recommended bringing some like crappy granny panties. You don't. You're not worried about ruining or bringing like disposable underwear. So a couple people, actually a, a lot of people, recommended Depends, which are like adult adult diapers. <laughs> actually, a girlfriend of mine brought them for me at my shower, so I, I'm I'm all loaded up on my adult diapers. But yeah, Depends are pretty good and apparently more comfortable than whatever they give you at the hospital. So a lot of people said that was a game changer. Um, and then this isn't necessary for everybody, but if you want to bring a portable fan, you know, if you run hot or, you know, if you want something blowing on your face during delivery, a couple people, a lot, actually more than a few uh, recommended that. And then, of, of course, you want to make sure that you have a car seat installed in your car And whichever car that you're bringing to the hospital, you want to make sure that you have a car seat installed because they won't let you leave the hospital without one. So those are the big, big, big ticket items that I wanted to share with you guys. And yeah, also just to keep in mind that 
you never know. Like I might have to plan a C-section and plan to be there for three days. But even if everything looks good and you're planning on going in for a normal delivery, you never know. I've gotten a lot of messages in the last week talking about people who had to do last minute C-sections or emergency C-sections and were not planning for it and were freaking out. Um, so you may be in the hospital for three days. I, I would say like just plan for being there for three days. If you overpack, you overpack. It's not the end of the world. Oh, so a couple things for baby that you're going to want to pack with you. Uh, one thing that I heard across the board is that like the hospital is going to supply a lot of shit. So like don't bring a lot of your own things, especially if you want to get some stuff for free. Like one of my girlfriends was telling me, she's like, clear the cart, clear the cart every day. I'm like, what does that mean? She's like, you want to, they bring in a cart of stuff like diapers, wipes, diaper rash ointments, all kinds of things for your baby every single day. She's like, clear that sucker out. It's like being at like a, a hotel, you know how they bring you like shampoos and lotions. And if you go through them, they just restock you. So she's like, clear the cart every day. Anyway, so um, they're going to supply a lot for you. The few things that you do definitely want to bring are like a couple outfits for baby. Uh, my One of my girlfriends said to bring three and she said to bring socks hats, three birth cloths and a nursing pillow, which I thought was interesting. So if you, if you have a nursing pillow, you might want to bring it with you to the hospital, which I actually thought was kind of smart because they're going to be like, you're going to have a lactation consultant. They're going to be helping you breast, like learn how to breastfeed in the hospital. And if you're going to, if you plan on breastfeeding with a nursing pillow, might as well bring it, you know, <laughs> learn like how to hold them on that and get comfortable using that. So that was the stuff for baby. And then for any of my partners out there listening to this podcast, you're going to have to pack a bag too. So you might want to do this now, get it out of the way. You never know when that baby's coming. Brandon and I are both like, we need to get our bags packed because I don't know the way I've been feeling this week. I just, I don't know what's going on. Things might be developing go and I might be coming early. I, I really don't know, but you don't want to be that person who holds your pregnant wife up, who wants to go to the hospital because you didn't pack your bag on time. That's all I'm going to say about that. So um, for my partners out there, you really just want to make sure that you have enough comfy clothes for a three night stay. Like I said, just maybe plan on three nights. Make sure you have enough underwear for three nights and your own set of toiletries. It's really all you need. And then obviously um, a pillow and a blanket because not all hospitals are going to supply for you and they're probably shitty quality anyway. So those are really the only big things you need for that. And, and also pack your just can-do, happy, positive attitude because we're probably going to need some help. This podcast is brought to you by Parallel, the prenatal vitamin that changes with you throughout your motherhood journey. From preconception, each individual trimester, into motherhood, and even for your partner too, their vitamin packs offer targeted nutrition for wherever you are in your reproductive life cycle. We all know it's important to take a prenatal vitamin throughout pregnancy, but I love knowing that I'm getting some extra thoughtful supplements with my prenatal for my particular stage of pregnancy. Right now we are in the third trimester and believe it or not, our nutritional needs are changing. Parallel's third trimester pack helps prepare your body for birth while supporting your baby's rapid growth with probiotics, additional calcium and magnesium, 
added omegas, and of course, that full spectrum prenatal vitamin. So wherever you are in your pregnancy journey, check out parallelhealth.com. They are offering a special 20% discount just for our listeners with code BIGKID20. Again, that's parallelhealth.com and use that code BIGKID20 for 20% off. Okay, before I get into symptoms for week 35, I did want to give you guys a little bit of an update because from last week's episode, I did get like a lot of messages from people who are in similar situations. You know, if you have a breech baby and you're getting close to birth, it can be (laughs) very anxiety ridden um, and nerve wracking. So I, since being told that last week, I mean, I really hit the ground running this week and I think I overdid it to be honest. Like I, um, I did, I've done basically every single thing that has been recommended to me online, um, through spinningbabies.com. I did like their whole protocol, lots of inversion exercises. I went and got a medicine ball. I've been like working on a medicine ball for hours every day, uh, laying upside down on an ironing board, placing ice on, you know, where the baby's head is and playing music down by my pelvis. I've gone to a Webster method chiropractor to get adjusted. I've gone to acupuncture. I've even ordered some freaking mugwort, which like, what is that? And burned it by my toes. Okay. Like I'm going nuts here, trying absolutely everything. And honestly, like two days ago, I kind of had like my intuition kind of kicked in and was like, you need to do less because I just got like a weird feeling that like, I'm honestly like distressing the baby. Like I, especially after doing that ice pack thing, I put an ice pack over where his head was and I could feel him. I mean, he was really moving. So maybe, maybe it works, but I just got like this overwhelming sense that like, I'm really distressing him out and I'm stressing myself out. Like my body, my body hurts. Like I am so sore from all this crap I've been doing from like holding myself upside down for like, different all throughout the day at different points and you know we're almost nine months pregnant like we're all freaking tired it's it's a lot we're carrying around a lot of extra weight and I'm just I think like doing the most isn't what's healthy for me at this stage like really I don't know it's hard to explain but I just kind of had this overwhelming feeling of like girl like relax a little bit and and a couple people wrote me messages that um really like kind of resonated too, where, um, a couple people told me that like they tried everything and it didn't work. And that was because like, there was something going on inside, like the baby had a cord wrapped around his neck or something like that. And that was the reason why he wasn't like able to really move. And I don't know what's going on with, with my little dude, but I mean, I feel him squirming around. I, I feel him like really trying to move, but his head is always kind of in the same place. And I kind of got a weird feeling like maybe there's a cord wrap situation. And if I keep trying to flip him over and over and over again, maybe he's just going to get like tangled up in there and it could hurt him. So I don't know. I'm just, I think I'm going to take it a little bit easier on this stuff. You know, let, let whatever's going to happen, happen. Um, actually I went to a great chiropractor who is, you know, certified in the Webster method, which is like, you know, they help turn breech babies. 
And she gave me a really good piece of advice. She's like, look, um, the best thing that you can do that is going to help turn the baby is to relax your muscles. Like if you are super tense, if you are super stressed, that baby's not going anywhere. And she, she kind of gave me a good analogy. Um, she's like, if you think about it, like animals in the wild, like if a deer is lays down to give birth but like senses an intruder or senses like a hunter in the area that baby's getting sucked right back in and that the mother's just gonna run off you know like we can't give birth we can't like our bodies know what to do and how to relax into the birthing process and our babies know when it's time to come and um to get into position for birth and if we're super super stressed that that isn't going to function the way that it should And actually something she told me that I thought was really interesting is she's like back in 2020, she's like, we had more breech babies in this office than I've ever seen. And it was because like all the moms were super stressed out. Everyone, there was so much uncertainty in the air that there was a lot more breech babies then. So I'm wondering, maybe that's, that's a sign of the times too. Um, In the last two years, I mean, we're kind of still in some crazy times and maybe that's a factor, but I thought that was really interesting. So one of the, my whole week 35 was spent being a psychopath, trying to do all of the things to help this baby flip. Next week, my week 36 is going to be more about like relaxing and taking it easy and getting more comfortable with the idea that he might not flip and that's okay. You know, that we have, we're so lucky to have other options. I've heard from a lot of people about their C-section stories. Like I've heard Before this, I think I had only heard bad C-section stories, or at least those are the ones that I remember. And from last week, I've gotten like literally hundreds of really positive C-section stories. So I feel a lot better about that. And I'm really just going to have a more like, you know, say la vie attitude towards the whole thing, or at least try to. All right. So let's get into symptoms for week 35. (laughs) I I didn't read this anywhere. I'm telling you, this is why I'm so shocked, but nausea is a thing. Maybe it comes in a little bit later depending on um, the pregnancy, but just look out for that, guys. The nausea has been crazy for me the last two days. Obviously, aches and pains in the hips and pelvis. Your body is getting ready for birth and your ligaments are loosening up, which is why you might feel a little bit more aches and pains in those areas. The frequent urge to pee, Braxton Hicks. I mean, these are these are uh, symptoms we've been talking about for the last few weeks, but they may be getting worse and worse as we get closer to birth. Fatigue and trouble sleeping is another another big one. So you can be just really tired all day long and then still have trouble sleeping. I know I've been experiencing that, but yeah, just it's weird how nature works that way. You'd think like our bodies would like be designed to get in as much sleep as possible before that baby's born, but that's just not the case. (laughs) I don't know why that is. I'd like to speak to the manager. All right. What's happening with baby at week 35? So this week your baby is as big as a pineapple, which... Fun fact about me, that's been my number one craving this entire pregnancy, especially the last few months. I cannot get enough pineapple. It's really weird. But they're clocking in at about 5.3 pounds, and they're about 18.2 inches long. And if you need a visual, so next time you're at the grocery store, hold a five-pound bag of flour in your arms. Like, And imagine that's like that's the weight of your baby right now. It's 
it's a it's a pretty good size, you know. It's and you might get some weird looks at the grocery store, but whatevs. Okay, let's get into. I'm looking at the time. Let's get into some tips and to dos for the week because I have some good ones for you guys. So obviously, I was just kind of talking about it a little bit, but my big to do for week 36 is to chill the fuck out. So some tips for this are, you know, nice warm baths. I've had a couple of those this last week. I'm going to have some more next week. Watch some distracting television. Yesterday when I was on the couch clutching my throw-up bowl to my side all day, I got really into Pam and Tommy on Hulu. <laughs> the story of Pam Anderson and and Tommy Lee. Um, I don't know. I watched like eight straight hours of it. So... I'm a fan, but just, you know, getting some good TV time and relaxing, trying not to do too much, I think are all good things. One of the tips my chiropractor gave me is, um, she said to look up hypnobirthing fear release technique. So you can Google it. It's hypnobirthing fear release and it's like a 44-minute audio exercise. And it's kind of like a guided meditation. You could call it a self-hypnosis. I did it recently. She recommended listening to it like before bed. So instead of like looking at your phone or watching like a murder documentary, <laughs> playing that before bed and just she's like drift off to sleep to it. Like you don't need to like be conscious for the whole thing. Like your subconscious will pick it up. So for anybody who is, you know, feeling a little anxious, especially as we get into the weeks closer and closer to birth, check that out. Hopefully it helps you. If you're having bad heartburn, So I thought this was an interesting tip. Um, You can try sugarless gum. So chewing sugarless gum will help uh, increase saliva and that helps neutralize acid in the esophagus. So I thought that was an interesting tip. And um, I've been doing this a lot this week, but to try and, you know, get my baby to flip. But this is actually a good tip for anybody going into birth, but sitting on a medicine ball instead of, you know, reclining in a chair for most of the day. My chiropractor even said this. She's like, I guess like you we're so used to like sitting or slouching or leaning and we really want to get like our pelvis um, aligned for birth. It'll just make your baby be able to come out easier. So a recommendation is to sit on a medicine ball, do some figure eights with your hips, do some circles with your hips. I will say this has made me really sore this week. Like just I, I replaced like the chair that I usually work on my computer from with a medicine ball and you know, maybe do it for an hour or two a day. I was trying to do it all day long and like my back is sore and I asked my chiropractor about it and she just said, it's kind of like, you know, doing a workout, like your, your muscles and your back aren't really used to like, they're not used to being used like that all day. So you might get some soreness, but it is a really good thing to do before birth. And then my last tip for the week. So I talked a little bit about it on the episode last week with Bitches Moms. But if you are somebody who's nervous about breastfeeding or want a backup plan for breastfeeding, because that's kind of the boat that I'm in, this could be a good time to look into some formula to have on hand just so you have some in case like you're worried about your milk supply coming in or like if you're going to be able to do it. So there's a bunch of different options out there. You might want to just like take the time to do some research on it. When I say I do research, like it's usually me asking my friends what they use, but um, I got a lot of recommendations for Bobby. And um, 
actually I looped Brandon into this conversation because Brandon is actually like really into clean ingredients like you should see our refrigerator (laughs) he's like crazy about like certain oils and stuff like that in our foods so we both really really like this formula called Bobby and you may have seen Instagram ads for it. I feel like it's like a very like chicly designed brand, but they use organic Valley milk from pasture raised cows in the USA. And their formula uses a hundred percent organic lactose with no corn syrup, palm oil, or maltodextrin. So those are all really good things. I actually reached out to the brand and Bobby was nice enough to offer a 15% off discount code for just the bottle service listeners, which is so nice of them. So if you, you know, want to try Bobby, you can use code BIGKIDPROBLEMS15 and it's a fir- it's only for first-time customers. So it's good for a one-time purchase or towards a monthly subscription. So again, that's 15% off if you use code BIGKIDPROBLEMS15. 15. I'm going to link it in show notes too. But if you are somebody who's on the fence or thinking about formula, I think it's worth it to, to start thinking about that now. All right, guys, that is all for week 35. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to hit those five little stars on iTunes. Maybe leave a one to two second review. It really does help this podcast grow. And I appreciate it so much. I read all the reviews and really appreciate when you guys take the time to do that. It means a lot. You can also connect with me at Big Kid Problems or on my personal Instagram, Sarah Merrill underscore Hall. In the meantime, I will see you back here next week for week 36 updates. And until then, thanks for bumping along with me.